Hey everybody, this is Illiterate. My name is Evan. My name is Taylor. We recorded an episode. And we lost it. We tried to do an election and politics uh, style episode that wouldn't be stressful. We wanted something to kind of take the pressure off. We know nobody knows who the president is going to be yet. We waited really, really late to do this episode. At first, we didn't know what we were going to do. We were looking at maybe doing Queen's Gambit. And then as we all ended up in this kind of purgatory, this historic kind of purgatory, we thought, well, we should probably comment on the moment. But how can we comment on the moment? without it being overbearing, without it being grueling, without it being a retread of all the stuff that we're talking about. It. So then we, okay, let's put the illiterate lens up to it. And let's go, what does politics look like reverberated through our, our, our literature and our film and television? And we just kind of asked that open question. It was a bit of a special. Uh, <laughs> that have to do any, any piece of media from the 1880s onward that has to do with elections, either satirized or fictionalized, nothing too documentary. So, and, then, and, we, and we ended up finding, I mean, anonymous, and anonymous things were, were both kind of bookended. And, and it was something that I wasn't expecting to be so interjected into the political uh, you know, sphere as far as like what's going on. Do you want to speak just briefly to the? Yeah, to yeah. So of, really had, fascinating, anonymous in interjections into the political conversation. Yeah. Um, so uh, firstly, one was called Democracy, an American novel, <laughs> came out in 1880. Was anonymous, actually written by Henry Adams, who was part of, of the, the Adams, Adams political yeah. family, grandfather John Quincy Adams. But it was a fictional thing, Not criticism, the family, right? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> a criticism of. The politics of the time, potentially Johnson, Garfield, or Grant, or a combination of them. But yeah, starting off the anonymous political thinly veiled allegory. And then we also saw this book, Primary Colors, which was another anonymously published thing, but 116 years later. Yeah, in, in the 90s, right? In 1996. Yeah, it was about the Clinton scandal in 1992 when he was the Democratic right. nomination. It's a fantastic title, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then that was found to be somebody involved in politics as well. But you you had watched a film as well that dealt kind of with politics. But it was it yeah, was about I, the eighty eight the eighty eight nomination. Yeah. The scandal the, there. So I I pulled out two movies that I thought you know were were political. Um, they were political movies that I thought everybody missed out in 2017, 2018. The first one. Jason Reitman's The Front Runner, starring Hugh Jackman. This is about Gary Hart. For older listeners out there, will recognize the name. Gary Hart was a you know very very prominent political figure in the 1980s. In the 1988 campaign, thought to be the front runner of that campaign until it came out that he had a a, a sex scandal, uh, and it, and it exposed him and totally derailed his entire career. Right. And it was a and again we've talked about Hugh Jackman before and kind of bad education. So I was kind of reverberating to that. This is kind of his like if you didn't know what J Hugh Jackman was capable of, the front runner is a perfect <laughs> example of his dramatic depths and what he can really bring to a character. It's a beautiful movie. And I thought nobody talked about it. And I didn't understand why. It's the director of Juno. It's the director of Up in the Air. It's a really fantastic movie that centers around this question of when did the personal lives become pertinent information to the public? Uh, when did right. we gain, get the right to know who these people really were behind closed doors? Because um, that's a question we haven't been asking ourselves, you know, the entire history of this country, but we've been asking it more so as of late. But when did we yeah. start? So I, th I pulled out this movie because I thought that this kind of maybe points to a moment in which we started to really, as a culture, say this is uh this is when we started asking, well, who are you really? Yeah. And I had found it was interesting that you had brought up the 88 
season cycle of politics because there was a television series called Tanner 88, which is following this US Michigan representative trying to secure the Democratic nomination in the same race. But it was all a mockumentary and it's kind of like, like a pred- like I had no idea, but this sounds hilarious. It almost feels like a predecessor for all of Sasha Barrett Cohen's uh, comedy, um, that, like in- right, inserting, inserting yourself themselves. into yeah. And it was there was it was not scripted, and they had to kind of follow the other campaign trails. But they interacted with this Gary Hart guy, Jesse Jackson, Bob Dole, Ralph Gosh. Nader, Tom Brokaw. Like everybody was also <laughs> somewhat in on it, also not in on it. But it followed this foe not real person. And they all they knew was that he's going to lose the nomination at the end. That was what the culmination of the series was. But I <laughs> right. That was fascinating that that also existed in this weird, a little, you know, weird election. It sounds like a spinal tap, <laughs> you know, like of that time. That's it, you know, because it's not as it's not as modern, sophisticated as what Sasha Marin Cohen is doing, but it's definitely like the predecessor for all of that kind of stuff, which I was yeah. totally unaware of. And it was, um, and we lost it in the episode, but we had went down these separate tracks that totally intersected and it, it was really, really interesting. So I'm glad that we were still getting to like throw these tidbits out to you guys. So I'm sorry yeah. that our, most of our conversation was lost. But um, all this, all the, all the links to all the other stuff we talked about will be in the yeah. show notes if you want to dive deeper into some of the other works. The last two that we're going to talk about just to get you head, uh, caught up is a major film called State of the Union. Frank Capra did it based on a Pulitzer Prize play gives us the trope of the compromised idealist, the spokesperson right. who wants right. to do the right thing and then gets power hungry. But of course, because it's Frank Capra, it's got a positive spin and redemption is found in it. But that kind of identity yeah. crisis question. And then there was also a negative parallel with Robert Redford called The Candidate in 1972, right. which is a more cynical version of that. And you had seen a film that kind of toes that line of like, who am I in politics and how did yeah. I get here? And, and on that direct question, I pulled this movie, uh, Chappaquiddick, Ted Kennedy, the brother of Jack, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, Robert Kennedy. He was a senator, and this is only a year after his brother Robert was shot. This is 1969. He was uh, going up for re-election in the Senate when he was involved in a terrible car accident on the island of Chappaquiddick up in Massachusetts, I believe, uh, by his family's uh, home, killed a 28-year-old Kennedy staffer. I mean, this is really deep-seated. Um, corruption mm-hmm. because uh, deep seated uh, a deep seated look at at what you do when tragedy strikes. I thought this movie was really really uh, fascinating when you come to examine a man who doesn't even understand where he derives his own agency. This yeah. is a man in the middle of the most powerful family in American history. Probably this is a man who finds himself thrust in the middle of a terrible situation where he did not react very well. Uh, he gives an address to the American people after the legality of everything is resolved. Um, and this really happened. The whole film culminates in, into this address to the American people. That's absolutely stunning. Um, and you kind of retread every question he had to ask himself along the way and what he ends up actually selling to the American people. Mm-hmm. And we kind of realized as we look at all of these different pieces of media that re- that are based around an election or a political scandal of some sort that there's really only three things that it, it's it's about. It's either about what goes on with the electorate, what goes on with the process, or what goes on with the candidate. Right. And so, unfortunately, like I said- How do you that, manipulate yeah. those things? Who's yeah. in control of those things? And is one of those aspects enough to tip, to tip the scale? <laughs> right. So, like we said, really sorry- Recorded something. It's all gone. 
We tried. <laughs> this is the only second time this has ever happened. Last summer, we tried to do it. We did an incredible Apollo 11 episode. It doesn't happen to us often. We appreciate you guys being there with us, sticking through us. We wanted this to be kind of a, a, a weight off the shoulders. We wanted to stay relevant, talk about uh, things that maybe all of our minds are definitely on, but not really talking directly to them. Most of the information that we have is will be in the show notes for this if you want to check out all the things that we talked about but didn't talk about in this. You can find all that there, all the links, all the trailers, everything like that. We promise um, we'll make up for it, so please let us know what you're reading. Let us know what you're watching. Uh, let us know what you want us to dive into. We're always willing to, to take an episode, um, a suggestion from one of you guys. So please hit us up at Illiterate Pod, and we will catch you next week.